0: Welcome back to System Ministrivia, Season 4, brand new episode, brand new season. This is the podcast where we have infernal beeping going on when we're trying to discuss serious topics. This is Brent. Beep! And I'm Peyton. <laughs> Great. So, for Season 4, we have some changes. I'm going to talk about... Like David Bowie type changes. Do what... I... <laughs> Yeah, but you don't sing it. Just change it. I, <laughs> okay, I think I think that's all we can do yeah. without possibly opening us up to a DMCA or a, or a copyright infringement, rather. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ch- okay, so I'm gonna talk about those in a moment. But first, this is like the fastest we've ever gotten to this. I think. What are y'all drinking?
1: Ooh, you go first, Jayson.
2: Well, I wanted to start season four off right, so I'm drinking some Miller Lite. <laughs> Are
1: you? That's not, even, that's not I mean, even the right beer. It's supposed to be Coors Light. You no, Coors Light is long. piss. So is Miller Lite. I mean, so is no, all No, Miller Lite's the best light beer. No,
0: I feel like when you're talking Stop about that. light beer, there is no light beer that's mass produced. It's not, I don't think
2: it's a thing. I said it's the best. I didn't say it was produced on a small scale. No,
1: I, did you not hear what I said? What is your, what is your problem Face with comprehension tonight? Face
2: the strain. Oh my gosh.
1: His major malfunction is that he is nuts. And but my major one,
2: malfunction? Why limit yourself to just one major one malfunction? One snap
1: away from being taken in by the guys in the white coats. Oh, no. I,
2: my I, entire life is a
1: major malfunction. His,
0: his insanity <laughs> is contagious because I feel like I'm going, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills.
1: You you are. Every That's time you your matter, major it's malfunction. A crazy, it's a
0: big old dose. It's a big old It's a whopping hypodermic, dose. a big old shot right in the butt of crazy.
1: Right in the butt of crazy. It's right. an ass song of insanity.
0: <laughs> it is is it an ass song of insanity. it's right. It's as if someone Face
2: the strain has, what are you talking about? Dude, face the strain is from changes. Oh, my gosh. All right. No. (laughs) Did you not notice there was an episode last season, and I don't remember which one. Idiot Savant is failing. I don't remember which episode, but I made a song reference at the beginning, and for the rest of the episode, I kept interjecting lyrics to the song, and nobody caught it. It made me so happy. Well, the
0: problem (laughs) is you keep saying the most random shit, and we just assume you're blathering on like an idiot as normal.
2: Look, my major malfunction (laughs) is that I'm a major idiot, or whatever. Yes,
1: yes, you are. I mean, yeah. Isolate that. <laughs> like that, print, yeah. The Jathan soundboard is growing. The face the strange.
2: I'm going to just make her. What the and, fuck could go turn wrong? Turn
1: and face the
0: strange J-Thon sounds. Okay, so now that we're. Oh, wait, wait, wait.
1: No, we only got through J-Thon Peyton, yeah. what are you drinking? What am I drinking? I have in front of me here a very lovely bottle. Um, I'm going to butcher the absolute hell out of this name. Mm-hmm. It starts with a G. Glenn Morangi. And Miranda. G-L-E, yeah. G L E and M O R A and It's okay. the original. It's ten year old Highland single malt scotch whiskey. Hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff. I've been just been drinking straight for the bottle. Payton, knows how to no appreciate a
2: fine scotch. Yeah. yeah. Hey man. Yeah.
1: I've been sipping. I have not been guzzling. I've been sipping. So, that's good.
0: That's yeah. that's how you enjoy drinks like Correct. that. Correct. I am drinking nothing because I've You're had such... drinking nothing. Because for well here's why. Here's why. <laughs> So far, I've had such an insane and maddening and rage-inducing week that if I start, I'm not going to stop. It sounds and, like you need a drink. Well, no, because like I I'm just... I'm not even J-Thon, an alcoholic I, anymore, J-Thon, but what I, I would do... just said, if I start, I'm not going to stop. And I still have work I need chug. to get done tonight. No, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to
2: butt chug. <laughs> butt chug and sing me an ass song of your dreams, baby. Okay. For those of you listening,
0: <laughs> if you have no clue what we're talking about with but I mean, you might know what butt checking is, but it, both of those are references to the the season three shit show.
2: Thank you to everyone who made that such a memorable evening. Yeah, that was that you was, guys
1: were wonderful. <laughs> that was
2: good. Love Honestly, you. it was my favorite one to go back and listen to. I think I'm glad we got to talk about how ducks can't rape again.
1: My wife listened and she said that she was laughing so hard; <laughs> and she good. really <laughs> enjoyed listening to it. That's good. Does she want so. an ass song?
2: no jaython can you she not does,
1: she does not she does not want an asshole
2: just, we got two gonna, definitions added to urban dictionary
0: yeah, for that yeah
1: baby. so go back it's, it's not gonna happen go
2: okay <laughs> so go back one
0: episode if you're on the website i have a handy little arrow for it even and listen through it it's like three hours but it's kind of worth it i guess sort of um, it's kind of worth
2: it, I guess. Way to know. sell our content, man. Our well, podcast think... is all oh, right. It's like a little bit. No, okay. no, no, I think no. Maybe listen for like it... a minute.
1: I think it... my favorite part of it is when Kate went to go get wine, and we're like, <laughs> "Where's Kate?" <laughs> we thought she died. Kate?
0: <laughs> I was look. I was sincerely concerned. I was like, "Can someone call her I'm or so, something?" Yeah. she was gone for like forty minutes. I thought she was just like going to the pantry or something to get a bottle, but she yeah. was actually leaving. Like while still connected to Mumble and everything, she was actually leaving to buy wine. So, yeah, that was mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was funny. Okay, so with Quite the, the trip. with the new season, season four, I have some good news and some bad news. I'm going to give you the bad news first because everybody likes downers. I'm leaving We're...
1: Debbie Downer. That's <laughs> That'd right. be a good It's going to be, it's gonna be <laughs> Peyton and Root from now on. Oh gosh!
0: So the bad news is we are getting rid of the news segment and the baddie. It was the news segment just. It was so we release every two weeks and we record every other week, so like it was really hard to yeah. keep up on current events because by the time we would release an episode, it was already in major news. You know, I mean,
1: I feel like if we want to talk about something that's happening oh, in major yeah. news or oh, whatever, yeah. then I think we can. But yeah, you
0: know. yeah, I'm not. Other gonna, than that, I mean, I'm not going to limit us to that. But it's it's not going to have its own segment. I it it just got too hard to find new news items, and it was, it was it's just not you know if we release a podcast every day, no, we're not doing it. But if we did, I can maybe see value to it. But we, you know, it's old news well, by the time we release. If
1: you want news that about the, you know, Netsack or, or or what have you, then listen to the Stans Internet Storm Center podcast. That's a pretty good one. It's only about five minutes long.
0: There you go. Get me a link, and I'll put it in the show notes. So you got it, man. So yeah, in the baddie, basically the same story. It was getting really hard to find fails because people 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 stopped fucking up because they started listening to our no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i wish no people don't publish their failures and like especially the big ones like you never find root cause you never find who's responsible for it and it's just it was a dead end as a segment so yeah. we we got new rid ones. of we got rid of both of those and we have two new ones we have Patents tech tip which he's he's gonna talk did i just the tip though. just the tip me I, I wish you would call it just the tip do you want to do that do you want to call the segment yes. just the tip okay yes
1: yes, yes <laughs> awesome. please yes Call it just a tip from now on. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Where he, he'll be sharing something new he learned over the past two weeks. And then we're going to have 15 clams. And it's a... I'm intentionally going to keep <laughs> it a little bit mysterious for now, but that's Jathan's new segment. Ooh. He'll tell you more about it when it comes around after the discussion. Their time slots are the same. You know, the format's the same. It's the actual segments are the only things that have changed. So with that, are you guys ready?
1: You want I'm to jump into the tech tip, Peyton? Get the- on, okay. yeah, that's right. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Get, let me get a woo, woo, <laughs> woo, woo. Come on, Jaden, woo me up, Jeflin. You got to get no. psyched for just the tip. Come on. I, no. need a, I need a woo. I need a woo. Or you I don't want to get psyched for his tip. Woo! Okay, all all it's right, right. a backwards <laughs> woo. <laughs> all right, it's a uh, woo in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to start simple today. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the RM RF slash star. Now, obviously, everyone knows what this is. It removes everything on your on your system, for the most part. Mm. Rm was originally created or released November third, nineteen seventy one. So that's forty seven years ago. Yeah, it's Unix and Unix like. It is a command. So basically, rm has flags. Dash r is recursive. Dash i is interactive. Mm-hmm. Force means that it removes it without uh, you know any. Uh, it cancels the dash i essentially. Is dash f, f
2: is actually like negative fucks. It's like no fucks yeah, right. given.
1: I don't care about this. Goodbye. Right, I get right. the fuck off my system now. Yep. Uh, then you have <laughs> dash d, which deletes only an empty directory, and it has to be empty. And then there's dash dash one dash file dash system, which only removes files in the same file system as That's the argument. I ignore like mountain.
0: I hate to interrupt, but
1: wh- why why rm dash d when you have rm dir?
2: I right. Right. I literally never use rmdir, and I also don't use RMD. I only use RM-RF. Well, maybe don't do that. Wow. I wow. actually though I'm I'm not really? I'm not even exaggerating. Like I pretty much I am use... very careful about it beforehand, but I use RM-RF like way more liberally than a lot of people. I... I think. Well, yeah,
0: I use well, rm yeah. if... How
2: else would you How I, else I... would you remove something like Well, I how would you remove
0: it an populated? entire?
1: Yes. Okay, well, so I just use well, RM-R. That's... Yeah, I'll use You've R. Never use F because if you're in, uh, you know. I mean, what if you do the wrong thing? Yeah. No, I, you know? I but, use rm. Then you have well, to Jay-thon, go I'm through here, interactively?
0: Here, here. No, 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 no. JSON. No.
2: Listen. no.
1: I use RMDR
0: really. if I expect the directory to be empty. And if it's not empty,
2: I will immediately know because it won't delete it. Yeah. So do you go inside the directory and do like RMRF dot slash star or what? No, no. What are you talking then, about? Okay. Let's say you have a, f- a folder full of. 150 downloads. Yes. You're cleaning up your downloads folder. You've determined that none of it matters.
0: Okay. Well, that's it's populated at, at that point, so you would need to recurse. Yes, I'm talking. So, lo, no, no, so, no, 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 I no, no, Listen, a, listen. I'm talking uh, about a directory that I expect to be empty at deletion time. Yeah. And if who I. Who has empty directories? Th- me. A pe- obviously, because they get created and I don't need them, or they've already supposed to have been empty by a process. There are reasons why this would happen, J There's a reason why Arnda I don't understand. Exists. Oh my gosh. All right, Peyton, just keep going. I So I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Behold my field of fucketh, for it is barren.
1: So if you use the sudo, if you if you run it as super user or SU or root or what have you, it will of course remove everything in your file system. Except for certain things. Like C D works. There's a couple other commands that aren't removed by it mm-hmm. that still work. Or they're at least in there. they're in the RAM or what have you. Uh, basically we mm-hmm. I spooled up a VM and ran the command and then I tried to see what I could do after it was done. So the other thing is of course they have built protections into the RM command now at this point, where if you ran an RM dash RF slash star, it wouldn't work. So you'd have to do a dash I dash, think, no, dash. I think slash dash root. Does slash and star then you no could longer work? It, that evolves. used to
0: work. It was RM dash RM dash RF slash that wouldn't work anymore. But they might have added the slash star now.
1: No, you, slash star does, okay, does so not they, they currently Okay, so they changed that since I last checked then. Work okay, that. got it. Huh, mm-hmm. all right. Which that was released in 2006, by the way. Other than that, I mean, uh, rm can be used for a number of different things. Removing a file, obviously, I mean, that's what it's for, remove. Mm-hmm. Common and decent Unix sysadmins will not use F unless they absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. That's it, that's Peyton's, uh, that's the tip. That's just the tip.
0: Just, just the tip. Also worth noting, dash f will not work on ch files and directories.
2: True story. Yeah. Interesting. So that's if you, how I protect myself. If you, if you I you mark send, everything immutable, so let's, your so entire
1: let's, file system, so let's every single this. file and directory. Yep. If you have a tip that you want to Guys, have, Guys, don't do that. By the way, if you want to, no, you, you
2: should, have, should do that. No, don't. No, Especially look, your log files. No, no. And then reboot and see which services if don't. If you have
1: a tip you would you like for so me to go over, please just <laughs> tweet us. Yeah. At me or at the podcast, and uh, we'll talk about it. Don't at me.
0: Our contact info is on Slash, our sysadministri- sysadministrivia.com slash contact. Peyton's con- Twitter is on his host bio page.
1: And please at Jaython as much
0: as you can. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, at, do that. At do J-ton, at J-ton. That's not his Twitter handle. At J-Thon's the guy with like one tweet that we don't know who has it. He has but questions. man, it's, it's it like... was a fucking
2: profound tweet
0: though. <laughs> no, it wasn't.
2: Yes, it is. Okay.
0: We should, we should have everyone who listens follow him. <laughs> Guys are going
2: to get like 40 emails and be like, what the fuck is Twitter?
0: <laughs> he hasn't tweeted since it's, it's like 2012 on that account. There's literally one
2: tweet on that <laughs> yeah. account. Uh, oh, gosh. also, J-Thom.com, Some I've, yeah. I've ranted it about it before. I don't need to get Yep Yeah.
0: Okay, man, that was uh, that was great. Yeah. So chatter dash I will make it immutable, which rm dash uh, RF will not work on. So here's a question.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, no, never mind. I'll save it for the just the tip next time.
1: Okay. Okay. So don't forget. I'm to, gonna. To ask I'm something. gonna at
2: you. I'll at you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. You at me, and I'll at you back.
2: So submit
0: him. And I'll give submit you just him, a tip. Submit him an idea for a tip right now. Right now, while give we're recording S4E0. Right. But yeah, don't do what j thought said, because it will break your system. Do not ch-adder everything in your entire file system.
1: Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm dunk. just waiting for someone to do that, and then we can laugh at them. Point yeah. and laugh. Point you can, and laugh.
0: You can, if you don't have log rotation set up for a log, mm-hmm. you can set it append only, which is, I believe, mm-hmm. ch-adder-a. No, ai is mm-hmm. immutable. I mean, you can't change it. You can't right, delete right, it. Right. You can't add right. to it, whatever. Dash ai, believe, is append only. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that works in in Python's open. Anyways, Anyways. yeah. So so that's the tip. <laughs> now just the tip. Just the tip. Just the tip. And now that we've primed you with just the tip, full on insertion. Full, <laughs> right now we're now really, we're gonna thrust. We're really getting into it. So <laughs> we are definitely not suitable. for <laughs> <work>. <laughs> No, we're not. We're not. But I say that in multiple places on the website. So over the over the. Uh, Hiatus? Was it over the hiatus or was it before? I don't know what you're going to say, so... I'm talking about CERP SSH. Yeah, it was over the hiatus. Okay. I've been working heavily on the infrastructure at work, and I'm redoing a lot of things. Well, that's your job, so good thing. does this require a lot of
1: lifting? I mean, have you really got some guns going here, or... Uh, what? What? Are you speaking metaphorically? You said you did a lot of heavy lifting at work, and I was trying to say that you got some muscle,
0: finally. I mean, metaphorically, I guess. No,
1: I'm I'm <laughs> I'm pretty
0: strong for a skinny guy, but are you? Yeah, I'm deceivingly strong. No, but I've been. <laughs> Everyone's been basically... say that about
1: themselves.
0: All right, well, <laughs> like, oh uh, yeah, we I'm can... pretty scrappy, guys. <laughs> we can arm wrestle then, Jathan, and I'll kick your ass. How about? Oh that? my yeah, let's... God, let's. I would do beat it,
1: both of you, no problem. <laughs> hope, yeah, but you're a fundraiser. Hefty guy.
2: Hope charity.
1: Hope charity.
0: We will arm wrestle for hope. Well, yeah, but like, Jathan, you're gonna last maybe two seconds. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll have to do Anyways, is sound just like my, my ex girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll <well, laughs> be sitting there like Wilhelm, screaming with like blood gushing out. Anyways, anyway, so during the uh, hiatus, like I said, I was I'm redoing the infrastructure, trying to make it a little bit more manageable because it's whatever we have now is not scaling well, understandably, mm-hmm. which is good, you know. It means we're growing, but at the same time, it's not working out. So I need to redo it. So I'm switching to Salt Stack, which we will be talking about in a later episode this season. We have someone lined up for it already, which is great. Do we have a set time for that yet, J Guys,
2: it's not even strain,
0: it's strange. Um I said strange. I said strange way earlier in the Alright, whatever. Jathon, pay attention. Do right. we, Do we
1: attention. have
0: a date lined up for the guy with Salt Stack? The Salt Stack guy.
2: No, I've done okay. zero outreach for guests.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, j will be working on that. So we don't, I don't know exactly which episode it'll happen in, in but fact- it should be, it should be early season. But, you know, before I decided to go with SaltStack, I was looking into other ways of managing our Let's Encrypt certs. And I came across something called CertBot SSH. And I really liked it because it, it kind of fills in the gaps in a lot of missing infrastructure. So if you have a pretty simple infrastructure where you have an SSH jump box slash management box, and it has uh-huh. SSH access to all of your targets... You can very what, jaython
2: I don't know, man. This whole episode just feels wrong now that I fucked up the lyrics. <laughs> that was your fault. That was I know, entirely on your, fault. your fault. I'm sad. I thought I knew everything and that's the one thing you, I don't know.
0: You know nothing, jaython Snow. So SirPod SSH, it's fantastic. I emailed the guy. I believe he's French maybe. Really nice guy. I said look, like I I'd, I'd like to plug this because it's a really cool idea and I'm I'm glad someone's actually working on it. Can you get it into how do you
2: pronounce it? Pipey? pi Pipe? I'm pretty sure it's pippy. Pippy. Okay. P like p y p i. I don't. I don't actually know though. The, the if Python... anybody here works at the place where they do that stuff, <laughs>
0: uh, you, you should the... let us know the thing. The Python Foundation.
2: I actually thought that's what it was called, but I wasn't like sure. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm fairly certain that's what it's called. it called. What? Anyways, so the Python Package Index. I was like, look, if you can get it on there, I would love to plug this so people can actually install it with pip or whatever. And he did. So you know, I'm holding Great. up my end of the bargain, and we'll include a link. It's really fantastic if you've got that SSH jump box and you need some sort of glue to connect the remote management of let's encrypt certs, but doing it from a centralized location. It's a really nice compromise there. It doesn't require a full-blown management system like Ansible or Salt or whatever. And it also doesn't require you to shell to every server and, and check if a cert needs renewal and then renew it. Really great, really great. I end up not using it because like I said I'm I'm switching to SALT and that has its own built-in mechanisms for handling that kind of thing. But it's definitely a very cool thing. So look into it, check it out, we'll link to it. That's all I wanted to say about that. The real bulk of this episode is Heavy going to be Lifting by Brent. Not that. It is going to be password management. Now I know we've talked about this before briefly,
2: at the very least. Yeah, we talked, I think, mostly about cloud-based password managers, like 1Password and shit. And we told people to not use them. <laughs> well, to be honest, I'm on the fence about that these days. There are <sighs> so many people who have terrible fucking password management policies that, honestly, if that gets them using separate passwords for shit, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Well, I don't want to talk mean, about that, though. That's not the point of this.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely related,
2: <sighs> though, right? I mean, it's... it's... I, I just... I struggle with that so much because, no, me too. you know, like, like I have a friend who we're going to talk about key pass a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who recently is sort of kickstarting his career in it. Mm-hmm. He's more of a windows guy right now. He's doing like tier one shit, but he's, he's gotten like whatever the fuck Cisco's entry level networking certification is. It's not the CCNA, but like the CCN or something. I don't know, whatever. Anyway. And you know, he was like, I should really start doing a better job with my passwords. And I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to disagree. You're right. But he didn't want to use something like pass. And I understand that to an extent. Pass is a bit of a learning curve if you've never worked with GPG and blah, blah, blah. And it's a bit clumsy for Windows users,
0: admittedly. Sure.
2: Yeah. So he is using KeyPass, which has Mm -hmm. a graphical interface. It's not cloud-based. So that's at least good in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. And it does now support, I don't know when they added this, but two-factor auth. So he has to log in with a password. And then I don't know what his second factor is, but there is some type of second factor to get a password, which I think is good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And so to me, that actually has made me consider using KeyPass for certain purposes again. Because in the past, they have had some issues with security. Mm-hmm. I think they've gone through some more thorough auditing since then. But at the very least, having two-factor auth, I think, mitigates a lot of the issues that they previously had.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... it's yeah. No and, matter and how strong be, the base level is, it always is. Before we level, jump
2: yeah. into this too much, mm-hmm. if there's one thing that you can do today to drastically increase your security profile, if you will, on the internet Mm -hmm. for every fucking service you use that has the ability, enable two-factor authentication. I don't care if it's SMS based, I don't care if it's a hardware token. SMS, yes, there are people who complain and say it's spoofable, blah, blah, blah. But in the case that you're using SMS for two factor auth and it gets spoofed and somebody somebody is really targeting you at that point. Yeah, yeah. Most average people are gonna be fine with SMS-based two-factor that's, auth.
0: That's a good point. That's true. I mean it's, yeah. so, it's so better than so evaluate, than not evaluate right? It. Yeah. If
2: you're the fucking CEO of Microsoft, maybe don't use that. Okay? <laughs> but and also if you're the CEO of Microsoft and listening, thank you. I'm very humbled. But <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Oh but you know what I'm saying, you know, an average yeah. person using two-factor auth that's SMS-based is not, that's not going to be a huge deal. Like, honestly, it's better than not using it at all, so just fucking do it.
0: Yeah, ROI, return on investment kind of a thing. And I'm pretty
2: too. sure the episode we had with Johnny and Daryl, mm-hmm. uh, Johnny expressed as much as well. Yeah. Though I don't yeah. want to put words in his mouth if I'm wrong, so.
1: will well, you, you, you know you've what? we can- you yourself wrong, so. We
2: can, <laughs> we can link to
0: it in the show notes so the audience can listen for themselves and hear exactly what he said, so. We'll do that for you. We link to it often. We link to it very often. So the I believe it's called Dueling Banditos. I think it's what S two, E twenty. I want to say. Hmm. Maybe. Well, I'll link to it. We'll find mm. it. We'll link to it. Whatever. It's. Definitely... I'm literally tweeting at him right now. I'm just okay. Ask him. Okay. Well, it's definitely called Dueling Banditos.
1: Anyway, oh, this is for so... beaches. I just lost the game. Oh, sort of a bitch.
2: Idiot.
0: <laughs> now that we've all lost the game, thanks to to beaches and Peyton. So, the real reason I wanted to bring this up is I'm doing some work with Vault for as part of my infrastructure restructuring. And Vault is awesome. I wanted to hate it so
2: badly because it's so DevOpsy by nature. But, so, so, yes, wait, wait, wait. Vault is backed by HashiCorp. Yes. Which is also who basically backs... Vigrant and
0: Vigrant. Packer.
2: That's what I was trying to think of, yes. Yep, Vigrant and Packer okay, both. Okay, so... So before we get too far along here, tell us what Vault is. So Vault is a, well,
0: it's a, it's a couple things. I feel safest saying it is a secrets management system. And by that, I mean it's it can hold multiple passwords in, in paths, no less. So you can have a path at foo and have like X secrets there, a path at foo bar, have, you know, Y number of secrets there and so on and so forth. But it also lets you do things like manage tokens and has built-in two-factor auth that way it has a built-in http api and you know it does support https but even if it didn't you could just throw nginx on it no problem you know in fact even the vault the vault binary client also uses H- straight up http calls it's really cool and it has like i said it has its own internal pki system so you can set up your own ca and intermediate and and dynamic, dynamically issue certs really cool stuff now obviously they won't be a trusted root cert but if you have a purpose in your infrastructure for that where you need to run your own internal ca for whatever reason it's very useful for that because it's super easy to get certificates that are even you can even set them to be pretty short-lived so if you need clients to have if you need like a client cert but only have it active for like 30 minutes it's super useful for that Like I said, it can do token-based auth, it can do LDAP auth, free radius auth. It does a lot of really cool things. It also hooks into hardware security modules, which are basically TPMs, sort of. So it lets you hook into that, and you can store your secrets in there, which is really cool. It hooks into a lot of cloud providers, and hopefully by now our listeners know my stance on quote-unquote the cloud, but if you have a very AWS heavy infrastructure already, it hooks in very nicely with that. And I think it might even support YubiKey. I haven't checked Chaython, but I know you're gonna be talking about that in a couple minutes, so so I did want to mention that that I'm fairly certain it does hook into that. But you also don't even need it because it has its own, you know, a token-based Time sensitive system, and you know it can also do things like timed one time passwords and stuff like that. You can hook SSH auth up to it, and really a, a lot of cool things with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I really like Vault, and I didn't want to, but
2: I do. <laughs> that's okay. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this is a sneak preview of what I'm going to talk about at the end of this segment. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel about hardware based two factor auth tokens. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Well, I mean, your token also can't be backed up and it can't generate pki
2: i'm gonna talk about the downsides okay i understand <laughs> i'm just saying
0: oh and you know what Jason, you would like vault because it's written in go wow and you're still using it i know i know holy shit i know i hate myself a little bit for it but whatever i, I do
2: hate. too you <laughs> fucking hypocrite <laughs> no i hate go but
0: but my problem go, is Joe. my problem is there's no alternative for vault and i need something like vault as part of my infrastructure. So, wow. I begrudgingly had to accept it. But whatever. Yeah, so besides Vault, there are some more simplistic strictly password managers. KeePass
2: is one we we briefly mentioned. That's uh-huh. one that's very popular. What yeah, is- I'm going to say yeah. if you're not going to use a cloud-based service, mm-hmm. which I would recommend that you don't, yeah. If you're going to use a cloud-based service though, I highly recommend key pass if you're not up for using what we will agree on as the best solution
0: right right we understand it's not always feasible of an option so sometimes you have to compromise so whatever what is key pass x because i see a GUI it, version no of yeah x. it's literally
2: literally just the the graphical front end to i it. feel
0: like i should have known that because okay all right well <laughs> fair enough you
1: should have known that yes
0: yeah because you know x windowing x all right makes sense
1: mm-hmm. yeah. okay okay I'm surprised oh. that we had to tell you that.
0: Yeah. Well, I would see it everywhere and I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, what's the difference? And I never really cared enough to, because <laughs> I already had a password manager and, you know, I didn't really care enough you to had look it up.
1: the best password manager.
0: Well, the thing with that is uh, these things are kind of
1: subjective. So. No, no, there's no subjective about it. It's the best. Is it? For me. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. I hate you so much. Oh my god! <laughs> s- s- stupid fucking show.
0: <laughs> Anyways, so besides KeePass, which is very po- probably the most popular password manager out there, I would say there is also one that Jathan and I used for quite a long time. I would say maybe at least I don't know six years, five years.
2: Which? What are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about the Unix password story. Oh, it's yeah. called pass, the
2: standard the command, Unix password.
0: Yeah, the command is called pass, but which I always If you just If you just google search so pass Python, though, it yeah, it's really yeah, hard it's to possible. Yeah,
2: that's why I'm telling you. Look up pass Unix standard password manager, mm-hmm. or just go yeah, to pass. No,
0: just go to password-store.org.
2: Well, I wouldn't know that. I don't go to the internet. <laughs> I don't go to. You're on the internet right now, Jay. You're- nah, that's you can't literally- prove it. That's literally how we're talking to each other. Nope, I'm using. Uh, i using something else. Oh
0: uh, yeah, what are you using? What are you using, Jathan? It's, uh... Are you sneaker netting all your audio packets? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yes, that's what
2: he's yeah, doing. I'm 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 Usain Bolt.
1: He hired he hired the Amazon truck to come and it's going to take his hard no. drive to us Even... and then you know.
2: <laughs> I'm on a direct connection to. Uh, we're your actually
0: thing. hallucinating.
2: Jay-than's no internet and we're
0: <laughs> speaking in response to it. Oh my gosh, I cannot stand you sometimes. So, but no. you
2: love me, don't you, Dad? No,
1: not really. <laughs> no,
2: I'm not proud. I of you. I
1: would definitely that. smother you if you were my child. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
1: in gravy oh my god Ingr-
0: Meg gravy yes okay so Hey-o. ignoring what jaython said he is on the internet the website is password type uh... of i will link to it in the show notes of course it's really a great password manager if you know your way around gpg comfortably you don't have to be an expert or anything you don't have to like do a lot of advanced stuff i mean yeah it helps <laughs> but if you're comfortable with gpg if you can, if you know how to generate a key and really, that's it. <laughs> if you know how to do that, you're fine. And password store is great. It also supports pathing, but not, they're more like traditional paths rather than objects like Vault does. So you can't really get like an item very easily, like in the actual root. It's sub, It's more like subdirectories. And if you, if you look in the actual pass directory, where it stores the GPG encrypted password files... And it literally is a directory. It's a it's a file hierarchy. So it's very easy to deal with on a low level. And it's it's great. And I found out to, like two days ago that it has tab completion. I didn't know that. So <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised Wait, wh- by that. Wait, are you talking about pass? Yeah.
2: You didn't know it tab completed? <laughs> I did not My know. My pass hierarchy at... So you can also use pass in conjunction with git. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're doing that, don't... I know they're encrypted, but don't use like GitHub. Yeah. You can use a directory in a shared location, or if you have a Git server, like I run Lite specifically just to host a repository just for pass Mm -hmm. for my team. Mm -hmm. And I'm comfortable with that. That being said, because every person on your team is checking out a local copy, Mm -hmm. if they lose their laptop or some shit, you should still change all your passwords. But anyway. Right. Granted, you still have to unlock their GPG key and blah, 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 but it doesn't matter. If somebody loses their shit, (laughs) change your passwords. Anyway. And, well, you should maybe yes. maybe let's also G- fire G- them
0: <laughs> no accidents you can't happen. just lose your
1: laptop accidents happen i on. keep I mean, mine
2: right on me all the time i mean time. the va lost a
1: laptop with people's information on it and that guy didn't get fired so well
2: you know. anyway, all right that's,
1: anyway that shouldn't um, have been on his laptop
2: but so the benefit of having it in git is that you can put it in a central location so you can share passwords with a team it's versioned it's versioned yeah, so versioned. you can go back and look at old passwords in case you yeah. know you thought you changed the password and you didn't or some other shit an audit, it's a bit and built it's an also audit an audit trail, trail. right yeah. exactly if somebody updates a password in pass presumably you know exactly they're the ones who changed it. it on the yeah. machine in reference or whatever yeah exactly yep. you know exactly yep. you uh, and i highly recommend even if you're using it locally keep it in a git repo
0: yep yeah yeah but not github not a public or public gitlab host a gitlab don't do that but yeah it does it has it, the git support is even built in so it's it's really nice so that is really all I had to talk about for the
2: password manager aspect of this. Mm-hmm. So let's talk then, before we jump into two-factor auth things.
1: Well, hold on. Before we get yeah. there, I mean, the point of this is not to talk about password styles. It's about password management.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. So I was actually going to say, we've talked at length, and so we're not going to cover password policy in terms of right. how often you should change right. passwords, right. which... You know. What we will probably talk more about is managing passwords at scale as your infrastructure grows. Does that seem like a reasonable thing we can Absolutely. all contribute to? Yeah. I know that I you know. have something way more fucking complicated than I do. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I'll tell you about Tracking my like multiple
0: my infrastructure of root passwords and backup passwords. And,
2: yeah. we have we have students who work for us, and Congrats. once a quarter. One of them gets the great task of changing all the passwords uh, across (laughs) our infrastructure. (laughs) Oh, boy. They do have a script that regenerates them and puts them all in pass. Okay. So the extent of them changing it is generating the appropriate hash from it and changing it in our configuration management. Oh, that's not, that's not hard. It's not terrible, now. And no. I could automate the rest of that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But but you're lazy. Well, I just haven't had time. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> look, I haven't had look, time. Look, honestly, it's, it's a two-second Python script. I can write it for you. It's cheaper for me to pay a student than to just do that <laughs> at the moment.
0: j fun it's, it's two seconds of Python. The Crypt library. Come so on.
1: when Rich left, we had to go and change all the passwords that he knew. As you and should, I put that right. in quotes. You know, that was fun. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he knew a lot of passwords. Yeah, yeah. The concept, but the the the. Con- but he didn't like know them. He knew how to access. To them.
0: Right, right. It's still but, good practice to change them. Though. Well, yeah. it's
1: really funny when you know you you log in as you log in to a server and then you take root, you know, and then you sue to the user and you say, yeah, okay, I can. And people are like, how 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 did you do that? You don't know the password. <laughs> I have root. I have yeah. root. <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs>
0: or su, if you're part of the wheel. Right. Yeah. right man. Oh, yeah. Yep. Which we talk about in a previous episode. Yes, we do. <laughs> Although we got a lot of things wrong, so the errata is a bit lengthy we, on that one. We. In which episode? The one where we talk about su and groups and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: that's all JTON's fault. Mm. Well, I
0: think I said one or two incorrect things as well, but yeah, there is errata for that. I think I might have been drunk by that point. (laughs) So, first time. No, not the first time. I've been drunk on the show probably at least three times. Yeah. So, that's, you know, look into that. But that's a good point. You know, that's as annoying as it is. And ideally, it should be automated, but it should be. It's not always possible. And that's okay. So, annoying as it is, I I definitely think it's important that when an employee leaves, you have some way of changing all those passwords.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: This yeah. is where LDAP is super useful, by the way.
2: Yeah. Right. And another thing, if you do bring your own hardware, or mm-hmm. bring your own device, which, which, we, which we also talked about in an episode. No, but I'm just saying if you do and you do something like keeping mm. pass in a Git repo that people check out locally, realize that when the person leaves, they still have an entire copy on their own machine. So you still have to change everything that's in there.
0: Right, exactly. I make it an intent of mine when I leave a company. I say, look, like I obviously can't prove it, but I've deleted my GPG private key for my account with you. I've changed my own password to something random. I don't know what it is. You know, like Mm I, I prefer to go through the steps myself and they're welcome to, you know, double check and, and so on and so forth. But I feel better in terms of my own liability if I do that as well. So, you know, that is something to keep in mind. But I also telecommute for the past, I think, like three or four jobs. So, like, that's obviously of an even bigger importance because it's all of the user's own machines. So, but yeah, Jason brings up a good point. If they have some sort of password manager that keeps any sort of local cache or local mechanism of storing that, you're definitely going to want to change those passwords. Now, Jason, did you want to talk about? Hardware
2: 2FA. I mean, I want to talk about 2FA in general, I guess. I guess I have some questions. Do you guys use two-factor auth in your infrastructure for, like, general logins or anything?
1: We do now, yes.
2: Yes, but not hardware-based. Okay, but you use it in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. So for most of my stuff at work, I do not. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of our stuff, to be totally fair, is not high security. I also don't use it personally, although I... I'm thinking of making an exception for that. I have one sort of management node that I'm thinking about adding two-factor auth to. I'm terrified to do it, though. Why? Yeah,
1: why? I don't
2: want to fuck it up and lose access to my own shit. Oh. <laughs> no. so, well, here's what you do. that You allow TTY login. Physical oh, TTY yeah. login. And then as long as you're using something like a Linode, you still have options. Well, right. I... Oh, this is for Speaking personal? Speaking of, Linode does not allow two-factor auth for login to the Linode manager, do they? I don't think so. All right, I'm putting in a feature request. Yeah,
0: double check that.
2: Cause because, yeah, I'm going to check because they I should. Haven't checked. They should. Truly. I
0: agree. But I haven't checked that in a while. Last I checked, they didn't, but that was, that was some time ago. So they might have it now. If they do, re- let me know because I should definitely set that up. But anyways, yeah, I thought you were talking about a work machine, a
2: work management machine, but in no, which no, case would no. be a physical box. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm talking about personal. Okay, I see. And so, yeah, so I am curious what your thoughts are on that, though. Like, would you ever use 2FA for any personal? Yeah. I mean, I
0: already do. I mean, hell, my Steam account is two-factored,
2: so. Right, right, right. But I mean, for like actual infrastructure, like shelling into a machine. Oh. No, because the majority of my infra
0: is the VM lab, which is already behind a single host.
1: I can actually talk at length about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't go into too many details, but we recently changed the way we log into servers. We have them separated out into different types, dev test, prod, et cetera, you know? Yep. Yeah. And to get access to anything prod and under, required you can just go on a regular jump server. If there's anything, if it's a higher critical server, mm-hmm. you have to log in. You have to get a request. You have to fill out a request, get that approved, which doesn't take very long. And then you have to enter in your RSA token. To get onto the jump server, and then you have to answer a bunch of information once you get onto the server to verify that you're doing the right stuff. And it's kind of annoying. It's kind of a pain in the rear, but, I mean, proper security requires that you have some sacrifice. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, do you want ease of use or do you want
0: security, you know? And you guys do some
2: pretty serious stuff, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, we do. Yep, yeah, well,
2: the rest of us just have jobs that are jokes. What? Yes, <laughs> no, your job is a
1: joke, Jaydon. Absolutely, Peyton is the
2: only serious one here.
0: Not Don't listen insane. to anything that's anyone else says. Not
1: what asshole. I said. Oh my god! Oh gosh. my god! Can we? Can you just kick him like right now? Just kick him.
0: Yeah, Jaydon, you're getting kicked. You're not even gonna protest. You're just like, well, I had it coming. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. You know. <laughs> I'm... No, I'm not gonna kick him because I can't uh, invite yeah, him. Like, IRC. No, R- no, that's fine. No, I mean we you know you do list your employer on your bio page um so if people are really well, curious i can figure it out but well no that's the
1: people who send me over to somewhere else
2: right I... right i mean okay well all right we're talking about this too much now okay well, simply right. stated we must move on <laughs> Sure. simply stated Jalen, face the strain no oh.
1: face the strain
2: it's not though all right so you literally started in, you're like, I could talk about this at length, but I can't go into too many details, and then you just stop talking. About well, it. <laughs> so so basically,
1: I guess, so what I'm saying is, when I sit down at my desk the first time, when I, I have to authenticate to a VPN to be able to do anything at all, yeah. and then I have to log into a regular jump server before I can do mm-hmm. anything after that. And so I have, like, four-factor authentication. Like, I have to log in three different times just to make sure that I can actually, like, start my day. And so... As someone who deals with that, it's mm-hmm. very frustrating, especially if you make a mistake and you have to start all the way over again, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. like part of the thing is, yes, I, I appreciate the need to be secure and to like, you know, make sure that things don't get compromised, mm-hmm. but we're actually discussing getting rid of SSH keys, which is, I feel like not really the right response, but I digress and I don't make the decisions either. So whatever. In it it favor all depends of what, on how though. they. Yeah, I mean, it depends. It on what be, It would be it would be a K in it. You would you would hit a jump server and K in it, and then just carry your session on through there. Interesting. I Possibly. Uh, i actually. I think they're coming up with different methods at this point. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, SSH has a very large number of authentication methods. So. I right,
1: uh, right, but you know, uh, basically, you know, we're having a lot of changes to the way that the you're able to access the infrastructure, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I would like to say is that if you're thinking about doing something like this, you need to be aware of exactly what limits you're going to place on the people doing the work every day. Yeah.
0: yeah, The amount of the,
1: the, some the drastic workflow changes. Right. Yeah. Well, absolutely. yeah. I mean, like right now, if I lock my account out, I have to stop what I'm doing. I have to write up a request, call it mm-hmm. in and approve it, I have to log in, which takes another five minutes because of all the steps I have to go through right. just to change my password when in reality it should only take me ten seconds, you know? Right.
0: So, But, but I mean, that's also what defense in depth means. You have multiple layers to... Right, right, you know. exactly.
1: So, it helps me, but at the same time it also prevents Joe Blow Hacker in his hoodie and B- Baklava <laughs> from, you know, and sunglasses from accessing my account.
0: I know? mean, it, it would even protect against a lot of the more advanced attacks right. out there for sure right and then you also have the for you know the higher level uh, beyond prod type stuff you do have a additional layer of additional factor there of an actual human reviewing it
1: right so they then so they, that they, is right that is so that i think if, a very yeah if you make a mistake or you know what have you then someone says hey why did you do this you know mm-hmm. and, but even, uh, well, even all then... the time is like oh i saw you failed to log in here i'm like yes yes i know right thank you, you
0: but know? it's well, I was more so speaking to, like, that's a, an often missed part of a potential oh, yeah. layer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's, easy... Right. it's easy to fool a computer, and it's easy to fool a human, but it's really hard to do both in tandem.
1: Right. I mean, one of the things about security is going back and checking the logs and auditing commands mm-hmm. and things like that. And if you don't do that, then, I mean, what's the point of having security, you know?
0: Right,
2: right. What's the point of an
1: audit log that doesn't get read?
2: If an right. audit
0: log exists, but it doesn't get read...
2: Does it really exist? Right. Well, yeah. I think that depends. Some people probably keep an audit log, but only reference it if there is like a breach or something. Sure. Well, it's too late at that point, Jason. Yeah. Well, it's too late unless it gives you details about... I'm trying to give you a Zen cone. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to
0: <laughs> ponder upon the meaning. I'm of
2: pondering upon the meaning of everything. Meditate never. upon... It's just me and paid in the tip. All right.
1: <laughs> okay. well, I, I've, I've gone full Monty now at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh.
0: I thought I felt something, finally. Oh gosh. Okay, Jason, do you want, do you actually finally want to talk about YubiKey? Yeah. yeah, I do.
2: Okay. So I work in education. My employer is also listed in my bio. I work at the University of Colorado Boulder. Mm-hmm. We get a pretty sick education discount from Yubico, which is who sells YubiKey's. So about a year ago now, I decided I was going to order a couple of products from them to test out. Their education pricing then was, I think, 20% off. So, Mm -hmm. you know, on a $40 Yubikey, that's $8 off. It's not the cheapest thing ever. That's substantial. But I also, yeah. yeah, So, you know, the $40 option, though, also is not like their base model or anything. It's not the lowest sort of Mm -hmm. tier. You know, I wanted all the bells and whistles because I really wanted to experiment with it. So the YubiKey's I got, they're Yubi-f- YubiKey 4 series. Uh, I got, you know, different form factors, a couple of USB-C, USB-A, whatever. I've had them on my keychain ever since, a couple of each to see how they hold up to, like, wear and tear or being in your pocket and all that shit. I have not had a problem with any of them. I, here's how I feel at this point. I have not experimented with, like, the one-time password part of it, Mm -hmm. though I am delving into that soon because I do think I have some application for that. Sure. That's another thing I personally would actually feel comfortable, I think, using. What? The The one-time password. Oh, one-time password. Mm. Yeah. The problem with that is you need to keep track of the totality of the passwords. So I'm talking about personally. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's So if you only have one YubiKey that you keep on you and one in a safety deposit box, and those are the only ones that you have set up for OTP, Mm -hmm. you know if you lose the one on your keys... The one in your safe deposit box is in a bank, hopefully.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like it's a pretty fucking secure option. The only thing I'm going to say, mm-hmm. this is where software OTP like Vault could be a better option, mm-hmm. is if the actual mechanism behind generating the one-time passwords is compromised, yeah. you can't just patch your piece of hardware, right? You have to get a right. new one. Yeah. And Now, for it to, it to, my knowledge, yeah. to my knowledge, in the history of Yubico, that has not really happened. Mm.
0: there's been severe weaknesses, but no actual compromises to my knowledge. So,
2: right. Okay. So, and that being said, it's a cost thing too. If you're talking mm-hmm. about hundred employees all using a YubiKey and you have to all of a sudden replace them because of a vulnerability, you could be looking at a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. However, I'm not here to talk about one-time passwords. That would be an interesting <laughs> topic to talk about some other time. I'm here to talk about two-factor auth, right? So right. in my work laptop, which I pretty much keep on me all the time at work, mm-hmm. I bring it home with me most nights. I have a very small form factor USB-C YubiKey that I leave permanently in my laptop. And for a while, I was like, what's the point if I'm just leaving it in my laptop? But the point is, if my password got compromised and somebody was not on my laptop, and I had two-factor auth set up with that Mm YubiKey, somebody still could not log in. So as a means for making two-factor auth easier, right? You don't have to dig out your email or your phone to check for a code that you got from a bank to log in. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I personally think that it's a very low barrier of entry for getting your users on board with two-factor auth. And that's my—that's where I would advocate for something like the YubiKey. And the YubiKey is not the only product on the market. It's just the only one I personally have experience with. I would say it's the most popular. It's the most popular. Google has a two-factor auth key at this point. There's some generic ones. Stay away from those. Don't buy some random shit from Amazon. Uh, Don't even buy a YubiKey from Amazon. <laughs> buy them from Yubico. But here's the RSA thing.
0: has one too, but I think that's had a lot more severe issues with it historically. So
2: Literally, all you do is plug it in the USB port. You can leave it in the USB port if you're at a desktop, or you can get a small form factor one if you're using a laptop. Mm. It's a very easy way to give your users the ability to easily use two-factor auth, such that if their password gets compromised, unless somebody also has their physical security key, you have time to react.
0: Now, leaving... Uh... See, I'm I'm wary about just leaving it in the machine because at that point, what benefit does that have mm, for yeah. for two factor auth over, say, a client cert?
2: The only place that well, I'm talking about like if you have web services, right, you can't always use a client cert to authenticate. Sure you can. Throw Nginx in, in front of it, done. No, okay, but I'm saying you don't always control the services you're logging into, right? Sure. So a hardware based two factor auth token is much more widely supported. I don't know about that. Yes, it is. Can you use face a certificate like you're talking about with Facebook or Twitter? No, but why is that or important to most major banks? I don't know about that. I'm major not banks. I'm not talking specifically about infrastructure. I'm talking about encouraging your employees to use two-factor auth for everything they possibly can. Why would they use their work hardware token for Facebook? Maybe yeah. they're the PR person at your work and they have a Facebook account. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I mean, I'm extrapolating a little bit to edge cases, but I mean even like Django and Flask have plugins to support hardware-based two-factor auth. Probably more easily than client certificates. No, no. Yeah, I think so.
0: That's literally built into Nginx. I don't know, man. That's, I mean, that's, it is though. (laughs) Like, that, like, you're, I understand what you're saying, but if you're turning up your own
2: app, like Django or Flask, you have control of the web server. True. Maybe, maybe not. Depends where it's hosted. Oh my Mm. gosh. Look, all I'm saying, it doesn't matter. I'm just here to (laughs) say... (laughs) It is an easy, relatively cheap, like, just a basic two-factor off key from Yubico without any bulk discount or whatever is, like, 20 bucks.
0: Yeah, I'm saying— It's a
2: cheap way to enhance the security of your employees. And even leaving it in the computer, you're right. There's not a huge benefit. It's just easier. Ah, uh, yeah, It but is that's... extremely now fucking you're... easy, and it's something that your employees can set up for themselves.
0: Mm— I don't know, man. Like if you're, look, if it's like, if you're talking employees, you need to make up your mind. Are you talking employees or not? Right?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm talking, what is something that I could give to my users to enhance the security of all of the logins to my, my stuff? Okay. Web so services. You're talking about employees. Potentially SSH logins with two factor author, one time password. In addition to a normal password. I think that these are viable options.
0: I'm saying, right. But you're, you're talking about employees. You're in a position where you have direct control over those workstations. That, I mean, maybe not you, like, but like OIT, for instance, has direct access over those workstations. So it doesn't, you don't really make a strong case here. Either they keep the hardware token with them, or they don't
2: use it. My point is, if they don't keep it on them, even if they leave it in their desktop, in their office, unless somebody has their password and is at their computer which at that point, you know, you have physical security limitations and everything else, their account is that much more protected. If somebody breaches their password, but they exist outside of your physical location, mm-hmm. they still can't log in without that hardware token, which is in the employee's computer. Jason, do you know what an evil maids attack is? A what? An evil maid attack. Yeah. Okay. But so what does that have l- to do with this? Well,
0: l- hear me out, right? So it's, they're closing for the day. You know, everybody's out of the office. Yeah. Yeah. The unsuspecting janitor comes by. I'm not saying it's impossible, installs, dude. No, I'm saying it's it's super easy if they leave the token in the machine. Installs a key logger. Okay, so let's... They have the password now. The next night, they take uh-huh. the
2: hardware token. Yep.
0: They now have both pieces. The whole point of two-factor authentication
2: is to keep them totally separate. Yeah, I'm not saying it's the best solution. I'm saying it I'm doesn't saying... gain anything if you're yes, just it does. leaving there... It their... still has benefits over not no, using anything.
0: no. no. It kind Twitter of really doesn't oh my gosh. You and know your Twitter polls. <laughs> it kind of doesn't. Because if you're leaving it in the machine, it does not serve as a two factor authentication at that point. Yes, it does. No, two factor is something it's something. What if you, you leave know, it in your
2: laptop and you have your laptop with you all? Two factor
0: is something you know and something you have. What right. if you don't have it if you don't have it. That's my point, dude. No, that's that's I understand what
2: you just said. There is a possibility that somebody could still f- steal the hardware token. There's a big possibility. If they just the same person also has to have the password, which they can
0: very easily get with a keylogger. That's why two factor exists because passwords were too easy to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Way too easy to get. No. This yeah. is yeah, thought. It
1: depends on what your use case is. No, that's like you can't say that. That's a really no, bad cop out on this because Joe Blow the, user puts his fucking okay, password under his so keyboard on a fucking posted note.
2: Maybe then it depends on you having a policy that says you must take this home on your key ring at the end of every night when you leave your office, whatever. Ideally, it should be they they shouldn't
0: walk away from the, like, even going to lunch. They should not be in the sure. absence of that hardware well, token. I mean, I
2: literally keep mine on my main keys. So if I'm leaving my office, right. I take
0: it. Right, and that's how you should use a hardware
2: token. With the exception right. of the one I leave in my laptop, because my laptop is literally always on me. Always? If, if, always? Yes. You take if, it the bathroom right with now. You? I don't take it to the bathroom, but I lock my office when I go to the bathroom. Okay, well.
1: Does anybody else have a key for that, uh, that door?
2: People with master keys, which is like a limited subset of people. Okay. But also, at that point, I would notice my laptop was gone and revoke that two-factor off token.
0: How long would it take you to notice that the hardware token was gone?
2: Oh, I'd notice immediately because I needed to log into basically everything now.
0: Yeah, but you're gonna notice after a period of time you're not gonna walk in and look it will not be instantaneous okay that's my point how long will it take you to notice a keylogger is installed on my laptop sure
2: uh (laughs) that'd be cute uh longer than you want to admit there are linux keyloggers by the way i know there are okay just so you know but but if it was a software-based keylogger Uh i don't know how somebody would have installed it hope if you hope walk away from it (laughs) No, I don't. I don't That's walk literally away from my laptop and leave our... it logged in. It doesn't matter.
1: So you log out. So they'd have to have my password
2: before they could install no, no, something. No, so no, they wouldn't.
1: You log out every time you walk away from that
2: Have I you close the lid, which locks it? I lid,
1: which locks it. I, have you? All right. Have Are you, you sure? You, have you completely yes, secured
0: sure. every point of this? Because there's other things, J-Thon, that they don't even need physical access for.
2: But like what? Uh,
0: well, first of all, the thing is, if they had hard, if they have physical access, game over. You know yeah, that? Yeah, exactly.
2: So if my laptop but, is gone.
0: No, 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 no! I'm not even talking about that. All they need is physical access. They don't need to take the thing. But
1: we proved this with Tater's laptop at freaking B sides D.
0: And he was gone for two minutes. But my point is, jaython like there are a lot of other vectors too. They could run a a transparent proxy for your package manager source. There's a lot of there's a lot of targets that you can take advantage of here. And unless you're cognizant of that, you're gonna fall into the false trap of I'm invincible.
1: Yeah, right. You're a loony. You're a loony. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right. So that's my
0: point, Jathan. is you, the whole point of it is to keep it separate. Because once you leave the key in the lock, it's not a lock.
1: Right. Yeah, you're just letting someone in every time.
0: It's just another handle.
2: Okay, I'm not here to talk about (laughs) all of these fucking things. Okay. There are always other attack vectors, and there are always more things you could do. I'm saying. I'm saying it's dumb to not take your hardware token with you. Period.
1: Yes, I will agree with that, and I mean honestly, like Brent said, you're essentially leaving the key to your lock in the door when you go to bed. So,
2: you by know. By the way. By the way. Yes.
1: By the way. Yes. I
2: tweeted at Linode.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: oh yeah. And apparently they do actually have two factor authentication. Oh, they but do. You have to, yeah. So you have to do it though through the API. No, the old manager, not the cloud one. You oh, can't right. use the cloud manager yet. I still use the old one. I, yeah, it doesn't I, redirect. Is it still redirecting you? Yeah, it's stupid. It's really stupid. And and doesn't you redirect me. Click I, I
1: on it. So yeah, no, I don't care that much really. Okay. <laughs> it looks like they only
2: weird. support like a time-based code or something. Oh, it doesn't look like they have a hardware. Although I'll check. We'll see. All right. Well, anyways. But I retweeted instructions they sent me. I so okay. I'll look for that and I'll
0: put that in the show notes. Of-
2: because I know we do have a lot of listeners who use Linode because we like
0: Yeah, And, and I'm used,
2: sorry, the I assumed thing. honestly when I tweeted at them that they didn't have it because I looked in the account manager and didn't see it. Yeah, but That's because you were on the so, cloud
1: one, so you wouldn't have seen it. So did you I get snippy with No, I okay. just said, did I
2: did not. I just said, hey, do you guys have any plans for implementing this? He was oh, very okay. nice. Okay, good, good. All right, so I think we're done talking about this.
1: Yeah. We're at an hour plus in the raw.
0: Which is perfect, right where we need
2: to be.
1: So j yeah, that was a good discussion, actually.
2: I liked it.
0: Will you give us your moment of 15 clams? You're damn straight. It's
2: time for a four by three, baby. <laughs> so um, we're going to link to a YouTube video <laughs> somewhere in the show notes. There's this, this YouTube video that I saw, I don't know when, high school, maybe back in college sometime. Sometimes It's this old man who's Five going clamming, down. I believe in Oregon. And he's very ecstatic every time he digs up a clam. Like, oh, he's stoked. He exclaims very loudly, like, aha! <laughs> yeah. And he he talks about how glorious the clam that he just <laughs> dug up is. Yeah. It, and it starts talks, to sound sexual
0: after a little bit.
2: He talks in the video, you should watch the whole thing, but we'll link to a specific timestamp. Oh, I was week.
0: just going to link to the whole thing.
2: All right, watch the whole thing. Okay. At some point, though, he talks about the limit. And apparently, wherever he's at, you're allowed to take 15 clams a day. Fifteen clams a day. But this guy was so fucking happy that I <laughs> wanted to celebrate that by having my own happy moment on this show. Right. So, Fifteen Clams is replacing the baddie. Fifteen Clams is sort of our equivalent of, like, a moment of zen. Mm-hmm. It will be a bit of a varied segment, sometimes maybe a little bit more serious than others. Tonight, though, it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> well. And we'll in what you... particular, tonight, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know what I'm going to do tonight? I don't know exactly, but I, gonna I'm going to do gonna right? a dramatic reading of a man page for top.
0: <laughs> oh no! Okay, I knew so, I knew the dramatic man page was coming, but he didn't tell us which man page. So this is everybody buckle in. Yeah. So wait, is this man or info?
2: This is man. Okay. okay. Man. So the so name open is. Open up
0: your man pages and read along.
2: Did you Jathan, the name? Did you, are you doing man man?
0: No, he's man top. Oh, is there a man
2: man? Yes, there is. Oh, maybe tells you how to the read first, Man pages. the first thing.
0: <laughs> it's like the one RFC that tells you how to read RFCs. It's super meta.
1: There's an RFC, fresh RFCs, RFCs.
0: j will me. you make a ding sound every time you hit page down so those of us following along... I'm not going to have can. to
2: page down for this one. Okay. Because okay. I'm only going to read the name and the description. Only? Okay. The That's rest of it done. just gets into a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, how the fuck do you go up by a page at a time? <laughs> page up. Without that. Do you not have... Pay- oh, you're on a Mac, right? No, I'm not. Oh. Well you don't have No if I were on. I'd be reading uh, like BSD. Well no you could
0: shell in and then
2: Yeah, alright, whatever. Alright, alright, here we go. All right, whatever, I just no, whatever. I closed it already. Reboot. Alright. Top. Display Linux processes. <laughs> the top program provides a dynamic real time view of a running system. Where could it possibly be running? It can display system summary information as well as a list of processes or threads currently being managed by the Linux kernel. This would probably not say that if this were BSD. Right. <laughs> The types of system summary information shown and the types, order, and size, no Oxford comma, of information displayed for processes are all user configurable. Also, there's an extra space in there. Should I submit a bug report? Yes. Are all user configurable, and that configuration can be made persistent across restarts.
1: Ding.
0: (laughs) Ding.
2: The program provides a limited interactive interface for process manipulation as well as a much more extensive interface for personal configuration. (laughs) Personal configuration. (laughs) Encompassing every aspect of its operation. No major malfunctions here, baby. And while TOP is referred to throughout this document, you're free to name the program anything you wish. (laughs) Call me whatever you like, baby. Just give me more than the tip. That new name, possibly an alias, will then be reflected on TOP's display and used when reading and writing a configuration file. That's sexy as fuck. (laughs) You should use top and name it anything you like. That was
0: <laughs> That was man top from Top Man. <laughs> <And was> that- <laughs> pew Pew get fucked, baby. Pew 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 Jason, wow, do, you- wow. do you do you like man top? <clears throat> oh, I like man top.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, what- I wonder if
2: there's a man bottom? <laughs> hold hold on. There is in my world. Is there a power top? <laughs> and you know what I call them? Power? There is actually a power top. There is a power top. top. It shows, like, uh, power usage. Like, battery And it gives usage. you, like, ways to tune your battery usage. So
0: you can do man power top. <laughs> there's also, did you know there's a package, uh, I, I forget what it's called, it's like, some distros call it, like, BSD jokes or something, BSD fun or something like mm-hmm. that, and it has a bunch of joke man pages included in it, and I think one of them is man woman. <laughs> No, I, I must. Not I bet have that's just
2: like what happens when you cat like a binary. Well, that's no. what it says. <laughs> just, I can't read this. <laughs> <laughs> there is no interpreting what's going on here. <laughs> I'm so confused. But hey, call me anything you like.
0: <laughs> just not, just not late for dinner. Just not, man. Top. So that has been your 15 clams. Don't go over the limit, man. Take
1: it to the limit, no, and just remember, but don't
0: go over it. Yes. Always be excited for the little things and the four by threes.
1: Aha! <laughs> <laughs> <or> threes. Absolutely. <laughs> this is business administrivia. I'm Brent. I'm Jonathan. Um See you around.